from the Carter Subaru Studios. This is Cairo Nights with Jake Skorheim. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It is Friday. Friday, we always like to have a lot of fun. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. My name is Jake Skorheim, your host. Thank you guys for being here. You know, last week at this time, I had the great pleasure of having Chris Sullivan join me for the opening segment. It was a blast, and people really liked it. Apparently, they texted in, they enjoyed it. So I thought, you know what? Let's double the fun, and not just Chris. I actually corralled Nate Connors into coming out and hanging out with us, too. So now, Chris, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. And I got Nate the Great Connors. Nate, hey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I hope I don't sink the ship. No, no, no. You're going to be fine. Welcome There's to a, Dad Talk. Welcome, right? <laughs> this is welcome to, welcome to Dad Talk. No, you, know, you know what it is, guys? <laughs> When we were out in the newsroom talking about having you guys come on, Nate started singing Three Amigos. Nice. like, oh, this is perfect. Again, who are we? Am I Chevy Chase in that? Or are you Chevy Chase in that? Or am I Steve Martin? I feel like... Uh, who, where do we go? I'm Martin Short, for sure. Well, I mean, I, it's the only one left. Okay, I'm just curious. Who, who, <laughs> who would break you down? be? Who would you be in that? I don't know. I kind of think of myself as... Who do you fancy as, yourself? I don't know. Chevy <laughs> Chase seemed like appropriate, but... I think it says a lot about you. Because uh, I fall down a lot, stumble a lot, Do you think this say is a question people things? ask themselves? Like, which three, three amigo, amigo yeah. are you? Well, like, probably not. Since uh, we guys of a certain age. Might... I kind of see a lot of stuff. I don't really see. This will be the topic at Super Bowl parties. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to the fun stuff, we got to get, get the uh, business out of the way. Every night on the show, and you were part of this last time, we play an audio clip from some random movie. Nate, I don't know if you know. Mm-hmm. Who oh, yeah. I'm familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play it right now. You guys are probably going to get this. Don't tell the answer to the audience because I want the audience to text in. And they can also listen to the news roundup. This is my way of enticing them. This is a carrot and the the, uh, stick approach. So if they listen to the news roundup at the start of the next hour, I'm going to give them the answer to this. But right now, here's the clip. Good luck. Oh, my God. We finally really did it. You maniac! You blew it up! Damn you! Damn you all to hell! I, that one seems like really low-hanging fruit to me, and Chris is in here mimicking the entire thing. I don't know where he got the loincloth, but <laughs> well, what's the girl, what's the, what was the girl's name? His uh, his his mate, Tara? No, no. it wasn't Tara. Uh, that was from the. I think that was a second movie or third movie. That no, was something. Oh, bright. Uh, no, he was Bright Eyes. I can't remember. Maybe she was Tara. I can't remember. It might have been Tara. It could be Tara. Great pretty, movie. Pretty good looking for 1960s. Right? Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Charlton Heston was, yeah. yeah he oh, was. Don't, don't. <laughs> oh, geez, I said that out loud. No, he was a very good looking guy. All right, um, let's start with something kind of dumb. Dum, 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 dum. Did you guys see this? This is from PETA's website. I'm going to get you guys' opinion on this. I'm just going to throw you guys some stories mm-hmm. and I want you guys to respond. Love it. Because you don't often have the chance to respond to things because you guys are serious news people. Oh, yeah. completely. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, exactly. All right, Wichita, Kansas. Uh, this was PETA. PETA put this out on their website. You guys are familiar with PETA? Mm-hmm. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, in mm. case you yeah. haven't heard of them before. PETA says on their website, they said they sent a letter to the president and CEO of the Wichita-based Chance Rides. Do you guys have any idea what that is? Not, no, not at all. The largest manufacturer of amusement rides in the country, asking that the company end the production and sale of animal-themed carousels, which is ridiculous, uh, that normalize the use of animals as conveyances and amusements. 
PETA points out that animals used for rides and other forms of entertainment, including camels, horses, elephants, and dolphins, are often beaten into submission. This does not sound like there are too many of these uh, circuses. Uh, they're deprived of everything that's natural and important to them and even slaughtered. Now, I was unaware that amusement park rides like the carousel, those aren't actual real animals, right? No. Just, no. These are wooden <laughs> or fi- now fiberglass yeah, probably. Yeah. Generally carved of wood. It's right. very old right. I've never, I've never gone to a, car- a carousel and ridden a dolphin. A real <laughs> one. <laughs> that's not that a thing. That would be quite a novelty to ride, would a, be great. To ride a stuffed horse. on a, uh, That'd be kind of creepy. Um, so no, Peter, what? Yeah, no, it's horrible. They shouldn't do that. But PETA has this. They said, uh, children learn through play and teaching them to have respect and compassion for all living feeling beings can help create a more just and merciful world. PETA urges Chance Rides and all other carousel manufacturers to hit the brakes on old-fashioned animal-themed rides and embrace designs that engage children's imagination and showcase human talent. Like making a carousel of pretty horses and unicorns. It's just Boy, too- slow slow day over there, PETA, I guess. Yeah, huh? I mean, I, I guess they've solved What are we going to put the them animal? on robots? Oh, no, what's going to happen there for the people ethical treatment of AI <laughs> robots? Pretty soon we're going to come on. I mean, All right, what? Uh, so you guys don't think that no, that's, that's good? Yeah. That's too silly. Dumb. It's too much. PETA PETA's is relax. smoking too much potter. Yeah. P- Whoa. Yeah. God, that was after, nice. Guys, was this good. is a family show. We can't yeah, talk about it. I mean, they should just go spend more time hanging banners off a of Burger King. After, uh, <laughs> Peter should stick to, you know, stick to living animals. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, talk really? about it, stick to living animals. Know. All right, here's another one. Uh, did you guys see this Elmo scandal that has been going on for a couple weeks now? Have you guys seen yeah. all the updates on it? Oh, yeah. Is, this, right. is this over uh, Elmo asking how everyone's doing? Well, it's... it's yes, yeah, okay. That's all okay, I go ahead. Yeah. Let me walk you through the yeah. uh, how this went, though. So originally, like maybe like two weeks ago, right? Elmo... I don't know who Elmo is. Obviously, he's a puppet. Uh, somebody, no, he's a Muppet. Is he a Muppet or a puppet? Muppet. He's a Muppet. He's a Muppet. Okay. It's not quite a sock. It's not quite a puppet. Elmo is and it's a, not quite human. He's not human. All right. <laughs> so Elmo posted on X, formerly Twitter, and he asked people if they were okay. This was a funny thing. People then typed in hilarious answers, and they said, you know, answers like, no, Elmo, I'm not okay. It actually got so bad. It got so bleak that Sesame Street put out uh, a bunch of links to mental health Oh. Uh, li- uh, resources because they thought that these, and clearly people were just having fun. It's really funny. And there was like hundreds of millions of people responding to these things. So then Elmo goes on to the Today Show because this got so much press that the Today <laughs> Show likes to ca- capitalize on these types of things. Elmo and his dad, also a Muppet slash puppet, they go on to <laughs> Today Show and they are talking to the Today Show host. What they didn't realize, though, is that Larry David, also of Curb Your Enthusiasm fame, was on the Today Show. You guys saw this clip, right? No. I've heard about it, no, but I didn't, about, I didn't see it. I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm either as a, as a you show. You know who Larry David is? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, so Larry David. He was the guy pro- that was promoting Bitcoin, right, during the last Super Bowl two yeah. years ago yeah, and right. now had to apologize for yeah, that? <laughs> so he's apologizing a lot now because what he did was he went on Today's show. He was promoting his show. Elmo was across the way talking about mental health, and Larry David did something that Larry David would do. Let's go over to Alfred, check of the weather. Oh, and not yet, not wait, 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 not wait, 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 don't you? He's attacking Elmo. He goes around, you know, like, you know how puppets work. It's like right. behind a couch. So Larry David goes over and pretends to choke Elmo. Most people thought it was funny. Most people found it to be humorous. Oh, my you okay? God. Mr. Larry, Elmo liked you before. Ask permission. <laughs> ask permission before you touch people, Larry. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. This is getting dark. I can feel <laughs> They would have canceled the show, Elmo, for the last season. <laughs> All right, Larry, you've gone too far this time. (laughs) Yes, Larry. Somebody had to do it. (laughs) Is anybody really surprised? (laughs) 
He's gonna oh. he's gonna sue y'all for the teaser. I'm gonna sue him for. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Louie. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then it got really awkward. Like, yeah, kind of that's I'm sensing that. Weird. Yeah. It's a puppet. He's not real, right? People understand that Elmo is not real. Okay, so do you guys know who Will Wheaton is, the actor from Star Trek? No. He was also the kid in Stand By Me. He's kind no, of the yeah, main yeah, kid yeah. in Stand By Me. You remember him? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I said you ought to be nicer to Will Wheaton. You mean Will Wheaton? <laughs> yes, Will Wheaton. Why are you saying it like that? Well, I'm just saying you should be nicer to Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton seems like a nice guy. All right, so Will Wheaton posted on Facebook. Apparently, he's had a big problem with this. People are not taking this as a joke. People are so sensitive these days. Listen to this. Will posted about it, and he says, Larry David, that was not okay, and your obviously insincere apology clearly communicates that you don't get that. First of all, you aren't even in the segment, but you just decided to barge in and draw focus because why? You couldn't stand that a puppet brought people together in a meaningful way that you can't. You couldn't stand that your appearance on a national television show to promote your wildly successful series was delayed for a few seconds while the adults talked about mental health. You wanted to manufacture a viral moment where everybody gets to see what a bleep i can't say the word uh you are so they'll tune in and watch you portray that bleep in the last season of your show that celebrates how great it is to be a bleep without ever <laughs> experiencing the consequences of being a bleep obviously larry david was just joking and it was a puppet will wheaton he says that he had some struggles when he was young and that he also suffered and so he said that this was very triggering for him can we are we just at the point where we can't laugh at things anymore? yeah, I, yeah i'm thinking to myself how many kids are watching the today show None. Exactly. None kids. Right. Exactly. They're in school. People get very sensitive. Wow. Yeah. All because of Elmo asked the world how they were doing. Yes. And Larry David did Larry David. Did, right. Larry David did what Larry <laughs> David does. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that a crazy story? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand the not wanting to, you know, choke something on a national morning talk show. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I guess but so. It's Larry but David. Yeah, this I, is I what don't he know. does. All right, so let's move on real fast. Are you guys excited about the Super Bowl coming up this weekend? Not no, really. Not at all. <laughs> No. Are you serious? No, not. I mean, no team that I really care about. No, I don't really have a rooting interest in either team. So you can't even enjoy the game? I'll enjoy it. I mean, I might go to the driving range because there's probably not going to be anybody there. I mean, I'll still watch. I mean, I love football. Football is my favorite sport. I like the commercials. (sighs) Yeah, commercials are all right. They can be okay, but I can watch them the next day on YouTube. You can watch them now on YouTube. You can get them early. Did you guys know that? No. Oh, yeah. They put all the commercials out like a week ahead of time. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I don't know. As a kid, I like the Niners. A little bit. I mean, I like the Joe Montana, you know, Jerry Rice. I like those guys mm. back in the day. But, I, you know, you can't really root for the 49ers now if you're a Seahawks can't fan because you're kind of like, oh, no, not our – we don't want them celebrating down I-5 yeah. with us. And, you know, I've never really – there's no real reason for me to have ever been a Chiefs fan. I mean, okay, I grew well, then, up as a San Diego Chargers fan. So you're not going to say who you're rooting for, either one. You're not rooting for I'm really anyone. not. I'm probably, rooting, I'm probably for... rooting against San Francisco, but that's about as far as it is. Yeah, well, Br- Brittany Mahomes has uh, uh, attracted my vote because of uh, – her Sports, sports Illustrated, Illustrated thing. Yeah. Okay. So because of her. What Sports Illustrated thing? Oh, she she's posed. in the swimsuit model. In, yeah, uh, swimsuit Patrick model. Patrick Mahomes' wife? Yeah. 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 Huh. And she, she's uh, she's a little pretty... surprised that Nate would be interested in something like that. I mean, <laughs> I'm a you know, being a man, so red-blooded man. Yeah. So now I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to the uh, the cuts to not Taylor, but to Brittany. To Brittany. Yeah, Mahomes. I'm cheering for Brittany. All right. Yeah. Well, Juice Check's wife isn't a... Ugly either. True that. True She's that. She's got a really incredible amount of skill sewing too. Did She's, you guys? Did you ooh. guys see? Did you guys see the coyote incident out in uh, Las Vegas? You saw this with the uh, teams? No. You've heard about? I this. mean, I know no. the Phoenix Coyotes. They were you know, right, a hockey listen, team. Listen to this. What? That's the sound of a coyote. There was. Yeah, I know you know that. I've heard that. So there was apparently 
a coyote attack on one of the players. They're not saying who. It's not confirmed by the NFL, but it was all over the internet. In fact, one of the players was even going around during media day. You know how they have those media things? Oh, no, yeah. I've been to two of them. You've been to two of them? Yeah. yeah. So all the players are together. One of the players is going around asking other players on the Kansas City Chiefs team who they think the player was that got bit. Because the rumor is, and again, this is all just speculation. We don't know who got bit. But the teams are not staying on the strip. You guys know that? The right. Well, that would right. be the stupidest decision so stay, ever by either team. About, yeah, 25 miles away near Lake Las Vegas is where they're staying. Apparently, one of the players was out walking around, and a coyote, because there's lots of desert uh, coyotes in the desert, got near one of these guys and bit him. And so we don't know the result of that. We don't know if he's injured. We don't We don't even know if it really happened. But all the players are talking about it. It's all over the Internet. Here's, uh, here's uh, let's see, this Kansas City defensive back Joshua Williams asking other players who they think it was that got bit. We had a player apparently get attacked by a wild coyote. And we just trying to figure it's a secret though. Right. Out of all the positions, let's name some guys who might might be susceptible to being attacked by a coyote. Leo Chanel. Okay. I feel like that's a hard target, but we'll take Leo Chanel. Yeah, I mean I feel like he'll be out, out there adventuring like that. Yeah, he, he's pretty adventurous. George Honestly, you bro. We'll cut that one out. Don't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Somebody may have gotten attacked by a coyote. I know, I don't, though I don't think Christian McCaffrey would be able to be run down by a coyote. No, he's mm-hmm. fast. If he shows up with a bunch of hair no, and right, range, that's what I'm thinking. Superhuman strength. That's what I'm thinking. If you're going to get nipped by a coyote, you're likely it's going to be one of your like you know, extremities, yeah. Like, yeah, or maybe around like, the ankle, possibly so like, what too. If what if it's like a what if it's a, like a, an impact player, like what a if skill it's player, or something like that. Who's got a? Attack? No, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Somebody wow. attack. I feel like we would have known by now, though, if somebody, if it was Mahomes or Kelsey. Yeah, maybe they were out playing golf and or doing something, and he got nipped on the ankle or maybe. something, going loose, looking for a ball. I like, played golf. And like Sully said, it'll Phoenix. be obvious who it is because they'll have like extra facial hair and a unibrow, and uh, you they'll know, they'll be really, really fast. Right? No, like, I guess that would be a wolf. They that would, would be a werewolf. Oh, yeah, okay. maybe <laughs> <in the coyote. laughs> A werewolf? No, that's not how it works. Yeah, then then I guess they'll be really werewolf. bad at getting ki- uh, chasing down roadrunners and be using a bunch of Acme anvils to try to oppose the other team. <laughs> I hope you guys get that. I know you oh, do. I, do. I, 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 know our I totally. Do. Yeah, I don't know. Our listeners get it. <laughs> yeah. Kaboom. <laughs> All right. This is the last time we do the three amigos. I actually, my neighbor, I was telling the story the other day, but you guys haven't heard this yet. My neighbor, when she was moving, uh, sweet old lady, she had this old dog. And the old dog was blind as a bat. Did I tell oh, you guys a story? Oh, no, no. Okay. All right. So it's kind of a sad story. But <laughs> she's mo- she's, she sells her house. It's like right after, you know, like after the pandemic when all the housing stuff went crazy. Mm, you right. sell oh, your yeah. house for, you know, 30% more than it's worth. So she was smart. She got out and she sold her house. So they move. And on the last day that they're living at the house, she takes this dog out. We'd seen this dog a bunch. I'd even helped look for it once. It got lost because it was, again, it was blind, couldn't find its way home. She decides right before they're leaving, moving truck is there, the van, everything, they're about to drive off. I got to let my dog pee because it's an old dog. He might pee in the car. He's sure. fine. We just, you know. So she takes him for a walk along the green belt, right on the side of her yard. Takes him off the leash for about five seconds. She turns around. Yoink. Coyote jumps out of the no. woods, grabs the tiny little dog. It's like a little Shih Tzu or something. Grabs the tiny little dog, disappears. Gone. That's it. Isn't oh that crazy? Goodness. Oh, no. Isn't that horrible? Yes. So coyotes are dangerous. We, we, I see several of them driving into work out of my neighborhood in Snohomish County, and we have a green space behind us where the power lines go through. Yeah. There's some times where I hear it going down. In the back, oh, in that area oh, where somebody's left their dog or cat out, and then you just kind of hear uh, the 
the, the pack screaming the, the pack and the pain of the oh. animal being attacked in real it's like listening to the and i'm like god oh, shut it off yeah. and she's like it must be the coyote i'm like yeah and they're like you're yelp oh aren't they scared uh, aren't you scared of coyote noise is that scary well because when they're that close so i mean when i'm in a car yeah not a problem but yeah the fact that they're just they're that close yeah is a little is a little yeah i don't know a little scary it's yeah. scary yeah it's scary um, but I right. could take one, though. Well, I'm pretty sure I could take one. <laughs> yeah, my money's on you, yeah, Sully. Yeah, yeah. Punch you him in the nose one. and be like, what's up? Yeah, they're pretty tiny. I think you can handle one. I don't know. I wouldn't actually brag about that. It's a pretty, pretty tiny little dog. Weighs about 20 pounds. All right. Um, Chris. <laughs> That's punching above my weight. Nate. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for hanging thank out. Thank you. What yeah, a pleasure. Oh, if they were going to let us finish airing this segment, they probably would have canceled it early on. But or I, I might you guys be, hanging not out. be here on Monday. You That's might not fine. be. But hey, we'll find out. See it's you next Friday. We'll do this again <laughs> next week. We huh? should do it again <laughs> next week. It's fun. Dad talk. This I'm is just great. Gonna, right? I might bleep you guys a little bit more. All right. That's Chris Sullivan. That's Nate the Great Connors. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I don't know if we're going to be doing that again, but we'll see. I don't know. Could happen. All right. We got a lot of stuff coming up on the show. In fact, so much stuff that we want to highlight a little bit of it for you right now matt tell them what we got coming up on tonight's show joining us from mynorthwest.com it's everybody's favorite steve coogan he'll give us a rundown of the top stories this week and would you want to know the date of your demise we'll debate that with jake myself and lisa brooks Plus, Beatlemania, 60 years on. Some reflections on the impact of one of rock and roll's finest and most timeless bands as the British invasion hits the American shores. All that headed your way on Cairo Nights with Jake Skorheim. You're listening to Cairo Nights with Jake Skorheim. Welcome back to Cairo Nights. Hope you guys are having a wonderful night. We like to do this thing on the show where we like to check in with My Northwest. That is the website where we can put all of the fun stuff that we talk about on the show. I also get a ton of great information on that website. So a lot of the topics that we discuss here on Cairo Nights comes right from, I'm literally ripping them from the headlines of MyNorthwest.com. And with me right now, as always, whenever we do one of these segments, is the lead editor at My Northwest. That is Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me back on, Jake. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So basically, you go in there and you crunch your magic numbers and you look at what everybody is actually clicking on. Not just the stuff that we're trying to shove down their throats. You're actually finding out what people find themselves and click on the website. Yeah, no, absolutely. We we I spent a lot of we spent a lot of time. They call it the analytics. Great. You know, we That's spent a lot a, yeah. of time, uh, you know, checking out the numbers and seeing what people are clicking on. And you know, we don't. I wouldn't necessarily say it drives all of our programming decisions, but we definitely pay attention to what you guys are reading. Sure. So, all right. Big so, time. why don't we go three, two, one, as per usual? And uh, why don't we start with number three? What's the okay. third most popular clicked on story okay. on uh, MyNorthwest.com? Thank you. Headline number three. Not exactly the happiest headline, but we're going to go with it. Missing 14-year-old Washington girl fund unharmed in Michigan. So this was a crazy story. Can you tell me a little bit about this? So essentially, uh, there was a, a girl in Mount Vernon. Uh, she went missing uh, about, a, about a month uh, previous to when she was found. Yeah. 
And uh, we said we're at this point now that she's been found. We're not we're not releasing her name, but good, uh, good. so that so we're we're at that point. But essentially, yeah, it's uh, so she she went missing. It, it we don't know all of the details just yet, but it appears that she was uh, lured by you know some sort of uh, it was some sort of online relationship that she you was know, you know she was in. So she was lured, and uh, she ended up going off with this uh, with this uh, you know essentially this perpetrator and. Uh, so she, and then she was just, she was just gone. She was missing, missing for for weeks, and then she was found. Basically, you know, she because of uh, a ride sharing app, she was actually found. Uh, she was kind of traced to uh, a town in Michigan, of all places. So she and then she was found. She was with the person who they I think they believe was the one lured who was communicating her. with her and yeah. who lured her. And uh, like I said, she was uh, she was found unharmed and she was been able she was able to re- she was Thank returned to her, to her. I mean, yeah, because I'll you hear there are a lot of situations where, where stories like this end so awfully and so tragically. So it was, you know, I think a lot of people saw the headline and really wanted responded to this one and just wanted to kind of check it out and see see what was going on, see what happened and, and all that and, and all that, you so, know, all that stuff. It's really it's really amazing to me. These these stories I feel like we see these stories all the time. Like all, like when I saw that this girl was missing, because you know we see these bulletins pass by our yes. desks and things like that. Absolutely. And when you see that a fourteen-year-old local girl is missing, immediately my head went to, oh, okay, well I'm wondering if this is a this is a online situation. Yes. Where they have met somebody online, they have been communicating, and they fall in love with somebody or whatever they think is happening. That's right. They are lured somewhere else, and then they, you know. In this case, thank God they were able to use phone triangulation yes. and rideshare stuff. Mm-hmm. I am so. Track. I mean, like, I'm not a huge proponent of cell phones for kids, but I do like that they do help you keep track of the ones that you love. Yes, like I have a Find My iPhone app. I also have a. You know, you have like connected to the people in your life, so I can go and see where my wife is at and she can do the same for me. Like, so I, I know if she's in the car going somewhere, I can be like, Oh, okay. Did she get to her destination safely? Yes. And I, I, you know, if she's not answering her phone and I feel like maybe she's in trouble, I can tell you exactly where she is. That's and I right. Can show up and, you know, that's, that's a good point. That's something that I have, I haven't utilized yet, but you know, it may get to the point where I want to feel that same safety, especially since now they've got young kids and, and my yes. wife may be out with the young kids and yeah. I want to make sure that she's gotten to where she needs to go and, and she's going to want to know that I got to where I needed to go as well. You yeah. know? So, yeah. so that's thank a, God that's this girl point. was found safe. And, uh, you know, did, did they, did the article say whether or not they arrested the guy who yes. was he was, her? Yes, he's been arrested. So Good. they tracked her first, and the, since they were able to track her, they were then able to find him at the at the residence where they were, uh, you know, where they were staying at the time. And he, of course, was way older than her. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I believe he was. If he was twenty nine, maybe twenty nine or in his early thirties, something yeah, like that. Double yeah, so, her age. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's completely inappropriate. Totally creepy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well. Great ending to a very scary story. Yes, All right, absolutely. Let's get to uh, the number two most clicked on story, number and this is a sports one. Am I right? You are correct. We are going to be talking about uh, headline number two, which is the latest on the Seahawks reported offensive coordinator candidates. Uh, okay, tell me about this one because there's some names that we actually recognize. So right? what's very interesting is that uh, the the latest candidate to have interviewed for this position, according to reports, is uh, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yes. So uh, the former of the Eagles, right? Formerly of the Eagles, and he and uh, formerly of the University of Oregon as well. Yeah. So he uh, had some really great years there. You know, his team scored a lot of points before he ended up heading back to the uh, heading to the NFL, and then as we 
you know, a lot of people here are probably happy to see he, he failed miserably, you know, after he went to Philadelphia. So he's now currently the uh, the head coach at UCLA, and he's been doing that for a few years now. And um, like I said, for some reason, he it appears he wants to get back to the NFL. So he has flown up here and he's interviewed for the job. Can you tell me your sense of, you know, and obviously the new head coach of the Seahawks is Mike McDonald. He was the, def- is right, that's Mike McDonald. That's correct. He was the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore uh, Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, who that's are... Right. Fantastic, just a fantastic football team. Yes, they and, uh, they didn't they came up just a little bit short in in, in the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, who were playing so in the Super good. Bowl, but, but overall so they had an, a fantastic year, and especially on defense, they led the league in, in several key categories, and they they walloped a lot of teams that they played, unfortunately, including the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, big time, <laughs> including the Seahawks. Uh, so he's the guy who's kind of setting the tone. This would be pretty exciting. I mean, like, are you getting a sense from people online? Are you getting a sense from readers? Are they happy with this Chip Kelly possibility? Or do they feel like they don't like Chip Kelly and so they don't want to see him anywhere near the Seahawks? I'm probably seeing a little bit more of the I don't want Chip Kelly around as opposed to, I mean, now if you were to ask some of the folks over at Seattle Sports, they they think there's definitely some interest over there. Well, obviously Chip Kelly, though, knows how to win. Right, that and he knows, knows and that how to score points. Exactly, that's the thing about it is that he, uh, when he had the, you know the top notch players at, at the University of Oregon, he like I said those. I mean, they were routinely scoring forty and fifty, maybe even sixty points a game. Yeah. So yeah, he knows he knows what he's doing when it comes to you know putting two teams together to score points. So uh, that's uh, that's certainly uh, that's, a, that's certainly something that going on. Really care about all they care about is winning. So if the Seahawks can figure out how to win, yes. if it's with Chip Kelly. They're going to be excited. Right. About Fans it. would rather win 6 3 than lose 45 42. So, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's, that's going to be like that now and forever. Absolutely. Um, are, so, just tell me real fast because earlier we had talked about is there, is there another sports story, the number one story? That's correct. We have another sports story. Okay. All right. I was just going to tease that. I was going to say I wanted to talk about that one too, but I'm glad it's number one. So, this was a heavy sports week. People were really into sports this week. Yeah. That's, we get, we, the sports stories do very well with us. They, uh, they, this, there's a lot, especially when, when things are happening, you know. Know, like I said, everything that happened is with Kalen DeBoer, everything that happened with Pete Carroll, and then the hiring of Mike McDonald, just a ton of interest. Uh, lots of people just, just eating up that content. Yeah. yeah so it's lots, I, lots of good stuff. Uh, I had Dave Wyman on my show a couple days ago. I like to get, I mean, Dave's one of my good friends, and so anytime I can get him after his show. because FOJ, friend of Jake. Yes, he's and so Dave's show, uh, the Wyman and Bob show, finishes at 6 o'clock, and so sometimes he's gracious enough to hang out. Yeah. He'll like come and, you know, we'll have some coffee and then... Uh, He'll come on the show. So he came on the show, and we were talking sports, and we had intended to talk about Seattle sports, sure. coaching, all the different teams, Huskies, all that stuff. What we ended up talking about was just that story about a p- player who was possibly bitten in Las Vegas by the oh, Cowboys. Yeah, I heard that. I you heard that, that segment, yes. And then we somehow got onto the conversation about rabies, and Dave was telling me how he had actually had to have a rabies shot when he was a kid, or he, he was told about rabies shots when he was a kid, and he was nervous because... Um, uh, you know, because of the coyote discussion. Yes. Back in the day to get a rabies shot, this is a total side note, but I found this interesting. Back in the day to get a rabies shot, they have since updated it, but you had to get a, a, a huge needle shot into your stomach for 14 days in a row to like kill <laughs> whatever this rate, because rabies is super deadly. If you get yes. rabies, there's no way to solve Like right. if you get it, you die from it. Yeah, it, it can. Thankfully, it can. it's mostly eradicated in the United States. Right. Uh, we only have like between one and two deaths per, from rabies per year. Our very own Lisa Brooks on the show, mm-hmm. she actually had to get the rabies vaccine oh, a couple of years ago because she went to Thailand 
And while she was in Thailand, she got bit by a pack of wild dogs. Oh, my goodness. As you would assume happens when you're in Thailand. Well, yes. And so she (laughs) she got one rabies shot there, and Mm -hmm. then she had to get the remainder two shots, because I guess it's just like a a three-shot thing now, because the uh, technology has come a long way since it was originally. Thank you, modern medicine. Yes, so now uh, she's fine, obviously. She she pulled through, and she didn't have rabies. Um, So, yeah, rabies was a big topic of discussion with me and Dave. But what is the number one most yeah, talked I'm about sorry, story? but rabies won't be a t- big topic for us. That's good. We've covered it enough. <laughs> You're right. Oh, this one is a this one is a good one. I like this one. Uh, the uh, the number one headline will be: How will a Belichick and a Carroll on the same UW Husky staff work? This is so crazy. It's yeah. just one of those things, like the confluence of events that yeah. led to two of the most famous coaches. And the two old, the, the, like the two grandpas yeah, right. from the NFL last year competing against each other. Belichick, longtime coach, most second most successful coach as far as wins go That's right. in the history of the NFL. Yes. Has won, what, six Super Bowls with the Patriots? Yep, Just and like two more with the New York Giants as well. A, yep. Yeah, eight Super Bowls, an amazing success. Then you have Pete Carroll, who is a fantastic coach, super successful collegiately, super successful with the Seahawks. Yep. The two of these guys are kind of ousted in the same season because yep. both teams are moving in a different direction now. Mm-hmm. Both of their sons, who were part of their staffs, Pete Carroll's son was p- coaching with him on the Seahawks. Belichick's son was coaching with him for like 12 seasons yeah, with the Patriots. Yeah, a long time. That's right. And now both of their sons are now coaching on the... Huskies. They're on the Husky, Husky stuff. That's right. So that's yeah, that's right. You've, you've, you've got you've got the story there. So Steve Belichick has been with his dad in New England. Bill Bel- oh, yeah. Uh, Bill yeah, Belichick. Belichick. Yeah, You're Steve right. Belichick has been with uh with, with been with Bill uh for the last twelve seasons. Uh he's kind of worked his way up as, you know, I think he's first started as like a kind of a you know, an in, a coaching intern or whatever. Whatever. He's, and he's, he's a coach. Yeah, right, he gets yes, opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. So he's actually been calling the defensive plays there in New England the last couple of years. He never got the title of defensive coordinator, but that's essentially, you know, one of the primary things he was doing there. Yeah, yeah. And now he's going to be the uh, Washington Huskies defensive coordinator. And like I said, that's been announced and there you go. And then, so you've got him on one side and then you've got Pete Carroll's son, Brennan, is going to be the offensive coordinator for the University of uh, Washington so Huskies. So fun. And both of their dads Pretty are these wild. coaching legends. I know. And just, so you're going to have the Huskies, like think about yeah. the Huskies players from a recruiting standpoint. Yep. They lose Kalen DeBoer. Yep. He goes to coach uh, Alabama. That's right. And then you're left. You know, you get this new guy in from Arizona. I don't remember his name offhand. Jed Fish. Fish? Uh, Jed Jed Fish. Jed Fish. You yeah, get that's this right. new coach in from. He was from Arizona. He coached in Arizona. Right. That's correct. Yeah. And then. From a recruiting standpoint, all the players are like, "Yeah, you also get to rub shoulders with Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, which cannot be bad." Right? No, these definitely players. not. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet you. I bet you we'll see Pete, Bill, and Pete at the stadium. Pretty cool. You know, this fall, I yeah. bet you. I bet you they'll make appearances. No That's doubt. That's fun. That's fantastic. It's good right. stuff. Uh, well, thank you so much. That's Steve Coogan. He's the lead editor at My Northwest, and uh, this is what you guys are clicking on. So, thank you guys for clicking on all these stories. Keep clicking and keep listening. Steve, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it as always, Jake. Thank you. All right. We got a lot more coming up on the show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back here on Cairo Nights. You're listening to Cairo Nights with Jake Scorheim. Welcome back to Cairo Nights. Listen, I'm under no illusion that you guys listen to every single second of the show. I get it. You got busy lives. You got things to do. But a lot of times we have some funny segments that you guys just don't pick up on because you're not listening to the show, which is why you need to go download the podcast. Download Kyra Nights with Jake Scorheim wherever you get your podcast. And just this week, we actually started posting extra stuff that we don't do on the air, just special things just for you guys. It's like being a member of a super exclusive club 
where we're just giving it to you for free, which actually doesn't sound that exclusive, but trust me, it is. I promise. All right. So we did this segment on the show the other day. It got a lot of response. People were laughing about it. And so I thought I'd share it with you here. I'm talking to Lisa. I'm talking to Matt. It's in the news roundup. And we were talking about if somebody had a crystal ball and walked up to you and said, do you want to know the date and time of your death? What would you do? Here it is. Matt, would you want to know if you knew how many, like how many days you have left? Absolutely not. No, you want to no. know. Lisa, how about you? Wow, that's so, this is so deep. We're Man. doing a lot of deep stuff. Yeah. Going yeah. to the bathroom in a box, talking about kind uh, of life. I mean, churches. churches. I'll just go to the deepest place where my twin sister died. I, I mean, I've thought about it an awful lot all the time and thought I want to know. And, and now I don't know. I don't know what I would say. What's interesting to me is like we all have this, and we're probably going to run out of time here, but we do all have this capacity to understand that life ends. It does for all of us, mm-hmm. every one of us within the sound of my voice, all of us in the room here. At some point, we will die. That's something we know. It's a, it's an absolute fact of life is death. And yet still, it's tough for us to wrap our brains around the idea of not being here. We still like push it out of our minds and we go, oh, well, this just doesn't. Even, even when we've lost people, like I've lost people in my life too. And I still am always, anytime somebody passes away, you enter this like shocked yeah. phase where yeah. you just like cannot believe that somebody's grief. passed away. Yeah. It's grief. Here's something really good though. Yeah. We are talking on FM radio. FM radio goes, leaves the planet. And who knows where it goes? Who knows where it goes? It goes out forever. Forever. Is that true? It really yeah. is going to go forever? Yeah, absolutely. So somebody... Oh gosh, so in a thousand you know, years, somebody's going to be here this on the other side of the planet? Five million light years away could have just figured out how to build an FM radio receiver and tune it to 97.3 FM. That's amazing. And they could be hearing us right now. Like a, th- like a million years from now? Yep. Well, make sure you tune in tomorrow because we got a great show a million years from now. <laughs> I want our ratings to stay up. We got good ratings here in the year 2024. Yes. We have a lot of fun on the show. Uh, Anytime you guys don't have a chance to catch it live, check out the podcast. You're going to like it. I promise. All right. We got a lot more coming up on the show. Stick around. We're going to be right back here on Cairo Nights.